Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. How are you? Happy Monday. Another great episode today. This guy, one of, in my opinion, one of the greatest uh, writers in the comedy game today, uh, grew up in Canada, uh, lives in Venice, California. A good looking dude. He's got the beach vibe. Uh, you might recognize him from Last Comic Standing um, or his Comedy Central special or his new special on CISO titled Lachlan Patterson Live. From Venice Beach, you can get it on CISO. Of course, sign up for the CISO uh, app too, and uh, and stream all these great stand-up specials. Lachlan is just a, a hilarious dude. Um, we talk about his last comic standing experience, which is always interesting to hear. Uh, you know the reality show aspect of of uh, of something that uh, you know is never a reality show in in the actual grind of it. Um, dealing with those uh, circumstances and uh, and having to shit on stage during a New Year's show was one of the best stories I've heard in a long time. Uh, and also his experience on the game show Idiot Test with Brad and I. We get into that. I think that's going to air in a couple weeks on the uh, Game Show Network. Uh, Lachlan's the man. He's hilarious. This one's uh, definitely one of my favorites we've done in a while. Follow Lachlan on uh, Twitter at Lockjaw, L-A-C-H-J-A-W. I'm at Adam Ray Comedy, uh, Funny Brad, uh, at Alien Podcast, at Alien Podcast on Instagram, Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram. By the way, I thought my name was Adam Ray 33 on Instagram forever. Turns out it's Adam Ray Comedy, uh, same as my Twitter handle. So uh, follow me there, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram as well. Uh, tour dates coming up this weekend. Um, well, I'm going to be somewhere very special on Sunday in Phoenix with a special someone that I'm going on tour with. I don't know if they've released tickets yet, but if you live in the Phoenix area, myself and another fella that I'm about to go on tour with are doing some shows at Stand Up Live. So um, be on the lookout for those. Tickets are going to be on sale soon, and they're going to go quick. So come out and see us. Uh, and then, of course, uh, I will be uh, on tour with Adam Devine, February 11th through March 4th. Um, I'm doing all in-town L.A. shows until then. Tomorrow night at the Comedy Store at 8.30 uh, with Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Brent Moore, and Brad Williams, Jess May Peluso, and Tiffany Haddish. Get your tickets at ComedyStore.com, 8.30, the main room. Tomorrow night, big, big show. Uh, the live podcast went amazing, by the way, with Brent and Adam Devine. So fun. That episode will be up Thursday. Uh, we did that at the Riot Comedy Festival here in uh, Los Angeles. It was just so fucking fun. Avery Pearson came by, did some music. Um, it was just the best. It was everything I wanted. So uh, get ready for that episode on Thursday. And uh, it's story merchandise, of course. Uh, we're not uh, with them anymore, and we will have a new merch uh, site for you guys up in the next week. Um, but uh, please, uh, you know, hit us up if you want some merch, and we'll start making a, a list of people to send stuff out to uh, in the meantime. Brad is at the Spokane Comedy Club this Thursday through Saturday. Get your tickets at SpokaneComedyClub.com. And then next weekend, Brad is in Erie, Pennsylvania at Junior's Last Laugh. I love this club. Did it for the first time this fall. Love it. Junior's Last Laugh, Erie, Pennsylvania. Brad will be there February 2nd through February 4th. Um, again, all my local tour dates, AdamRayTV.com, Comedy Store tomorrow, 8.30, Main Room, and then the Big Adam Divine Tour in a couple weeks. Um, a lot of great episodes on the way, so stay subscribed, tell your friends, rate and comment on the iTunes page if you don't haven't done it yet. And now that we got the tour dates out of the way, those are the Twitter handles, and that's the merch info. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the ALN Podcast with Lachlan Patterson. 
Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Are you a uh, fan of the, uh, uh, I guess, sketch or bit before the, the special? The cold open? Yeah. Are we on? Yeah. Man. I, love the, I, I love the cold opens to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so, you like, so you like cold opens to podcasts and oh, to... Oh, uh, man. Put, My, that, put I, that however you want it. We, these just, by the way, this is the first podcast with the new setup. Dude, I love these things. It's dope, right? Roads? Mm-hmm. <laughs> these are great. Because you know what you can do? You can talk a little sideways and have a conversation. Yeah. And it's uh, it's good. Yeah, I'm a fan. I just like you know, I mean, it's very radio DJ. Well, I love it. There we go. Is that better? That's way better. This is <laughs> sick setup, bruh. <laughs> it's very Venice of you. <laughs> you 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 are the most Venice person that I know, and yet you were born in Canada. Yeah, I really embraced Venice, didn't I? <laughs> you did. Were you this? Um, I mean, your vibe, I feel like, was this before you got beached out. Yeah. You just yeah, got more I, tan I mean, and more. I mean, Vancouver is. Uh, I'm going to put it straight on just because uh, there's acoustic things. I'm going to. F- I'm going to figure out. Uh, Vancouver is a very, uh, you know, laid back, uh, very similar to Venice. Yeah. Super similar to Venice. It's like Jamaica for white people. <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to describe I mean, it. They should put that on the sign. Welcome to Vancouver, Jamaica for white people. <laughs> for sure. I mean, and, and you'll see white people with dreads <laughs> and tons of Rastafarian flags in front of stores, and they're not a black person to be found. Jesus. That took me a while to adjust to, the Rastafarian white guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a new type uh, of person. You know, you grow up where you grow up, and you go... I know these types of people, and yeah. I know the types of people that Sesame Street introduces. You know, they're like these are the people in your neighborhood. It's like fucking not really, man. I don't live near Muppets and white Rastafarians. Yeah, there's there's one in my neighborhood, and he wears like uh, Rastafarian shoes. He's like six five, and he's all green, red, and black. Like everything has some sort of green, red, and black. He's like a Simpsons character. Three yeah. three wardrobes. Yeah, but you know what. <laughs> All at the same time. I, oh, three, shit. Three, because wow. those are the, the Jamaican flag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's got like anything he's wearing has those three colors somewhere in it all day. Wow. And night. Well, you know what? Like, and he's white. I kind of want to have that guy as a friend just because he's the easiest Duh. dude to shop for. Yeah. Like, it, like, like if you have to yeah. give a gift, you're like, oh, well, is it green? Is it red? Is it yellow? Like, that you oh, ha- you dude, have to do that. You got me a green, red, and white, black uh, keychain. Oh, I love it. It's dude. perfect. Yeah, exactly. You're the best. This is the best gift ever, Mon. <laughs> <laughs> and what? And, and did you move to Venice from uh, from Vancouver? I di- I di- I moved to. No, originally I moved to to L.A., mm-hmm. and then I had a friend who moved to Venice, and I would go hang out with him. And it just, you know, when I lived in the valley, <laughs> I found, like I had a pickup truck, and I found what? I found a lazy boy recliner just sitting on the side of the street, as you see sometimes. Jackpot. Mm-hmm. And I put it in the back of my pickup truck. I just moved here. And, on we- and it would just sit in the back of my pickup. <laughs> and I would drive around, and that was just in the back of my pickup. And, you know, leaves would fall on it or whatever. And uh, 
whenever I had a day off of waitering, I would drive all the way to the ocean. I'd, mm-hmm. take, I'd take Sunset all the way down to the beach or Malibu or wherever, and I would just back my truck up and lower the tailgate and push that chair to the end of the tailgate, and I would get in it, and I would just, I would just watch the ocean. That's surprisingly like that's part redneck part like surfer it's just i never surfed then i just it just it was this oh man i mean calming that's a very serene i mean choice and like oh it was ridiculous and i and i'd take my shirt off and i'd like keep going we get it you're good looking (laughs) i pull my pull my pants way up (laughs) (laughs) i i i understand here here's the thing that people have to know about lachlan and if you don't, if you don't know what he looks like, you can see what he looks like in his new uh, stand-up special, live from Venice Beach on CISO. Thanks, Brad. So you can go there, see Thanks. it. We just got done watching it. Yeah, it was you, great. You got done watching it. You watched the whole thing. Well, not the whole thing. We I got, got about forty minutes in. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. so Thank most you. of it. You are you are one. I remember the. It's so funny. There's certain comics you just remember seeing for the first time. Isn't it crazy? I remember that day too. For me, yeah. We were in Irvine. Yes. I flew down from Canada to... No, no, no. No, this, I was living in L.A., I, 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 but I got asked to host, Brad, a uh, mm-hmm. Live at Gotham showcase. Yeah. And it was... Bad. It was bad. <laughs> I, I, I was just waiting for you to be like, and then Adam, I mean, on a great show. It would have been great if I was like, you and I remember I crushed, away. and yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> no, it, no it, I just remember you came up to me after. That's all I remember is you yeah. came up to me afterwards and said, who are you? And I was the host, so I was like, who the fuck cares who I am? <laughs> Shouldn't you be worried about your... Yeah, your live at Gotham set. Yeah. Focus mm-hmm. on what's at hand, yeah. Was I nice? You were ridiculously nice. Hell yeah. And, uh, and I wished, I, I really, I disappeared into my world again, but I, I always keep, I always, when I watch you, I remember that. I remember this young comedian who had, a, uh, had this, this bright look in his eye of hope. <laughs> and, and now look at you, dude. <laughs> I mean, it's no, still there a little uh, bit. No, I mean, you're oh. destroying. You're, oh. you're killing it. I mean, I've stacked. I've, I've gotten to do a couple cool things. That uh, I remember seeing you and being like, even at that stage, and now all the time when I see you, it's like few people make me every time I see him go, oh, I got to go write more tonight. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude. That makes it, me feel good. Yeah. Yeah, because your jokes are very, you're, there, 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 there's some comics that are very, and I feel like I'm describing myself here, they're just high energy and not, and not a lot of substance. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like I'm just running around going crazy, with the, and I'm... Uh, but and I'm, or I'm just telling essentially a true story that's slightly exaggerated. Your your jokes you can tell are well thought out, yep. well written. Uh, do you do you like do you like sit down and like go? I'm going to write a good joke now, or like? Well, I want to know what your writing process yeah. was you like. Guys, in thank you for asking. And no one ever asked me about my writing process. I've always, I just kind of made it up my on my own. No one really helped me in this business. I kind of just figured mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, which um, is kind of how it will. I mean. We all get boosts and need boosts and need help sure. because it's, you can't, you know, and that's where the connection aspect of this business is so imperative. Absolutely. But I, I don't get me wrong. I, I have been given a ton of support from various sure. different avenues. But, but it still is always on us. Yeah. And yeah. I, especially in the learning stages of this business yeah. where no one teaches you how to write. No. No. Because um, what's in it for them? Yeah. And, and really, you know, when I asked for advice when I was a waiter, I ran into like, 
and I don't want to name names, but like a couple of the bigger names came to sit in my restaurant, and immediately they gave me those. The the, the, the owner would give me that table because she knew I was an open micer. That's awesome. And I would go up to that person at the end of the bill, and I'd say, "Hey, I just want you to know, um, I'm a young comedian. I'm starting out. I'm really not that." I, just any advice you could give Please me. don't let my service reflect my comedy. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and I would just ask for advice. And it was always just keep just keep writing, just keep pushing. And it was such a fucking... Cliche, yeah. yeah. And I just... If anyone ever asked me for advice, if I can ever just... You know... I, I always ask them, okay, where are you? Where mm-hmm. are you right now? Yeah. And I try to figure out where they are. And then I can give them the right advice for that moment. Right, but the, that's very polite of you because it is really, you you know, there's different advice to give somebody at two years versus I don't know two months. Totally right. Oh I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, kind of. That's still two, a very beginning yeah, stage. Two months. I'm like, go on stage. Yeah. Don't, just, I don't want to say anything go. to shape you at that stage. Yeah. Just, don't don't just get the mic stand out of your way if you're not using it. There you go. <laughs> that is, dude. I, I that drives me crazy when I I mean, I don't see. I saw somebody do it. I can't remember who it was. Like. Like at least a ten-year veteran, where they just left it to the side in some show, and I was like, "Dude, it drove me crazy." I was like, "Maybe he just straight up did not, does not see it." Yeah, I mean, the funny one, obviously, the funniest one is when they pull out a mic stand mm-hmm. and then they just hold the microphone right in front of the stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that like, one's that's, hilarious. Yeah, because you're like, it's, you, the your the tool to help you do that. Yeah. He's right in front of you. Or when they take the mic out and drop it on the ground and start talking into the mic stand, and you're like, okay. You know, can I, Sucks this guy's blind. I, can I, can I t- do I, I have time to tell you a quick story about... We have an hour. Yeah. Okay, when I was, this is a really funny one. Uh, when I was an open micer, <laughs> I went to this open mic that was all comedians, like yeah. all open mics, but this was the most popular one on the West Side. It was West Side Brew Co. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tuesday Rest nights. in peace, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Great cool show. Cool little spot. Was his name Lance? Lance ran it, or Lance Patrick, and then it was mm-hmm. uh, Adam Hunter, and then Jay Monopar. There, okay, there was a guy before that. He, I can't remember his name. I, I'm so I'm sorry. I can't remember your name. I thought it was Lance, not Lance Patrick. Okay. Though. Oh, it's a different Lance. But anyway, this comedian went up. Big, big, kind of heavy set. Uh, it was Lance Bass who ran it. It was Lance. <laughs> there it is. It was, it was Landon Donovan. <laughs> World Cup hero, Lachlan Patterson, Landon Donovan. <laughs> Um, so, so big guys running. So it. you know when comedians, um, a lot of comedians have a joke where they s- say something that's dumb and then they hit the mic with their head. Yeah, and it makes a t- sound. Yeah, like, not, like nice pop. It's always funny. Yes. Yeah. As yeah. a part of the bit or to as a part of the bit. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've seen comedians do it where they just want to make it sound like some, they say something dumb and then they hit the head with the mic. Right. Well, this young comedian oh, no. hit the front of his head with the mic and it made mm-hmm. such a loud sound that we all went whoa, right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then he went into the bit, and it wasn't funny at all. But as he went into the bit, uh, a little little trickle of blood started to come down his forehead and run down into his eyebrow. Oh, and we all kind of started laughing slowly. <laughs> and then he kept he smiled, and like the joke was working. So he and then he wiped his face like he had sweat. He mm-hmm. thought he had sweat on his face, mm-hmm. and he started covering his face in the blood. Oh no. <laughs> And because we're comedians and, yeah. and total assholes, we're sick. Yeah, no one stopped him from continuing his set. No, why, no, why would you? So now, so now he's doing a set like essentially looking like he just completed a battle in the movie Braveheart. It was, <laughs> it was so funny because he thought he crushed. <laughs> Dude, that is. 
it, you know what? I, see, there's nobody to teach you. Hey, if you start bleeding, just use <laughs> the other out. hand. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And, and hit, the, hit, hit the mic on the side of your head. <laughs> right. Not your forehead. Not yeah. the front, not on the soft spot on the head. And, yeah. it, and it was like those, you know, almost like those, <clears throat> that, that waffle shape uh, uh, cut. Right. Well, because that's the, 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 the frame of the microphone. The, yeah. the metal microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, 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 it's funny you say that because, like, uh, only because I'm a nerd, but I know that that's where pro wrestlers cut themselves is right on top of the forehead because it, oh. it's soft and you don't really feel it and okay. it could bleed a lot so that makes total sense to me that that's why like that that's why it happened and he my just, god and he just thought it was sweat it was the best have you had anything like that happen to you or even, when you started in vancouver right yeah i started yeah. in vancouver i've i mean embarrassing things on stage i used to take the mic well that's we all had our little things but i used to play with the mic cord way too much yeah mm-hmm. um, nervous energy yeah God, thank, thank God I, I understand what I look like now. Um, but I will always be insecure on stage about something. Sure. I'm always worried that my fly is down. Really? Yeah, I always I always do a little double check about halfway through my show. <laughs> it's like, why does Lachlan always pat his dick? Like, is that like a shout-out to somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've yet to ship my pants on stage. <laughs> but I ran off stage once. Um, because I had to, I had to run off stage in the middle of my set. I've, I've always, you I've, have to. I've done the same thing. I've yeah. always been yeah. so uh, fortunate, but always like every time I get on stage, I'm like, you don't know. Sometimes a shit can just show up, <laughs> just like unannounced, like a made at a Holiday Inn. You're like, I thought the fucking towel switch over was at 2 p.m. Apparently, yeah. it's at four. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. So now, you know, and you just have to adjust. But thankfully, I haven't. But I'm always so. It's a genuine fear. Mm-hmm. What did you do? I literally pushed my hand up into my my asshole and I ran as fast as I could through the crowd and I disappeared into the bathroom. I, I they you, knew it was out probably. Were you headlining featuring? Like? I was headlining and it was ten minutes to New Year's. They were <laughs> They were literally That's unbelievable. They were counting down while I was shitting. Uh, ha, ha. So you rung in the new year. Yeah. On the can. Yeah. Yeah, it was so, and 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 to make it matters even worse. Um, How does it get worse? Yeah, I I started throwing up while I had diarrhea. Oh jeez, I got food poisoning. Oh no, man! And, and it was just for the rest of the night and all morning. And, oh, you uh, didn't even go on back. the plane. On the plane, I had to run to the bathroom on the plane. Diary on the plane? Yeah. Jesus, yeah, dude. That's a panic. From the makers of Snakes on a Plane comes <laughs> Diary on a Plane, <laughs> which is way scarier. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're like 12A. Man, it smells like shit in here. <laughs> would probably be a line that would be right. changed at some point. Samuel Jackson would say that. No, that was Omar Epps, you racist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like 12, 12A, you're in the window seat. So you had to like tell two people that are sleeping or whatever that their trays down. Like, <laughs> totally. hey, you have to move now. And they're like, but I just got comfortable. You're like, okay, option A, you let me go. Option B, you're covered in shit. Wait, I need, yeah. Uh, was it just as a quick of a hurry up on the plane as it was off stage? Yeah, because with hand that, in the ass. After you, um, when you get food poisoning, your, your shit is just water. Yeah. And yeah. it's, and it's, uns- your sphincter is just not strong enough to ho- hold water. It's like trying to hold water in your hand from dripping out. It's just common. Wow. There you go. Yeah. And so I just. <laughs> Wait a minute. So what, what did, did the audience laugh when you ran off stage? They must have no, known. No, they were shocked. Yeah, they were. Sh- um, did you like yell in the microphone? Shit, I have to shit. I have to shit. And then you just bolt or you just bolted? There was nothing funny about it <laughs> at all. Also, you probably, I would be nervous that any sort of 
talking or extra movement is going to make me forget about my hand or something like you know your sphincter loosens up even more it was so frightening that i just (laughs) ran and then and you think that like as a comedian you know you're you're shitting and then you go and i went back on stage i went back on stage after the countdown you're a you're in canada but you're a goddamn american hero i tell you what I what mean, year it, was this? That's the most un- unforgettable New Year's of all time. Yeah, it was. It's it's funny. I, I, I um in in and now that I have more success, I will say that I'm I'm just not going to get on that plane. I'm going to cancel that flight and mm-hmm. I'm going to move to a later flight. That's, yeah, that's my maturity that I've learned. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> the same thing happened to me. I just shit on stage. I was headlining. It wasn't New Year's, thank God. And uh, that I I just. I just announced the feature. I forget who my feature was. Oh, that's smart. But I was like, hey, uh, Eric, you still here? Eric? And then Eric's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm like, I need you to come out on stage right now and do like maybe like seven to ten minutes. And, and I'm like, I, and the audience is looking at me very confused. I go, well, I have to shit right now. You so, did? You said it? Yeah. Oh, good for I you, I flat man. out told him, like, I'm going to go shit. So don't worry. I will. That is badass. I, and, and I will you know wash my already? hands. No. Yeah. And then I went. I couldn't do that. Eric went back on stage, and then I washed my hands, of course. But then, as I walked back to the stage, I started touching the back of the necks of like every <laughs> like every audience member. <laughs> and, what they, an and they were like, and, 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 and they're freaking out. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, that, 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 that's something I've 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 had to do that. And then uh, similarly, I did get food poisoning, and still went to do a show that night. Show must and, go on, and then fainted on stage. You fainted on stage. Fainted on stage. Oh, I'm sorry. Just man. when it was a weird thing where I knew I was gonna, like the room spun, and they always tell you when the room spins, and that's you're about you're about to faint. That's time to go. Yeah. So I went over <laughs> to the stool, and I, and I like put both my hands on it, and then I just that's all I remember. And then I woke up still standing, don't know how, uh, and like lifting my head up from the stool, like I just taken a nap on the stool, and I just looked at the audience, and they had look of looks of horror on their face. And I was like, did I just? pass out and they all went yeah I was like okay i had food poisoning so it's really if you i'm really dehydrated (laughs) that sucks dude yeah well well, because then i'm I'm sweating profusely because the food poisoning and stuff so now they all think like oh he's on heroin right (laughs) because you're an artist yeah yeah he's he's he must be on heroin yeah exactly they all they, they they all are but yeah, those those are my two on stage most horrifying moments. Uh, did you have any? Uh, I don't I mean role models or uh, influences in Vancouver, like coming up uh, Canadian. Like who are the? Because you guys, I mean, have I mean, given great, us so much great sitcom from, title from by the way. Coming up Canadian, yeah, great yeah. one. Yeah, would you guys? Alanis Morissette has to play the neighbor. <laughs> yeah, Rick Moranis plays the dad. At this point, Alanis Morissette is the old cat lady neighbor. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? Yeah, oh, that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Is it? Who are you guys most proud of? Oh, I mean, I, I'm not going to bring him up today um, mm-hmm. because we we lost a soldier yeah. today. Oh, you did. Can we be quick with it? Yeah, we can. Sure, yeah. sure. All right. So Alan Thicke died. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he died like many Canadians. He died playing hockey. What did he? Did he? Yeah, he was playing hockey. He was playing hockey, and he, and he yeah, had a heart attack. Had a heart attack. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's a it's a it's a Canadian death. The o- the only way that death can be any more Canadian is if he apologized for delaying the game. <laughs> like he while said, he was having the hard yeah. words. I'm so- sorry. Sorry. I'm- sorry. <laughs> Just- now, too soon or no? No, I don't think thing. so because okay. we're not what I've making heard, fun. From what this- I've heard, Thick has a great sense of humor. Yeah, had a great sense of humor. Yeah. Fuck. 
That's I mean it sucks. He was he, he was one of those, I'll go on, he was one of those Americans or he was one of those everyone's dad kind of thing. I'll go on record and say he was the best TV dad. Oh wow. Yeah. Well let's let's quickly try to recap some of the greatest M- TV dads. Michael Keaton from uh from Family Ties, Alex P. Keaton's oh, dad. Oh wow, on. God, he was good. Cosby but, but, uh, Alan Thick was better. Yeah. Alan Thick was better. Here's the Cosby. Thing. Cosby. Wow. I mean well, you can't not anymore. Yeah, but, not anymore. He's kind of disqualified post. Yeah, do we just eliminate Cosby? I think you have to. Man. All right, let's eliminate. Cosby. All right, Cosby's out. Let's yeah. let's give let's give let's do a, a top five. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, Carl Winslow. Let's well, let's put Alan Thick. Yeah, Carl, who's Carl Winslow from Family Matters? Yeah. Oh, I never. Okay, uh, Rock. I remember him as he got his TV. He show. was great. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Do you, do you go? Bo- do you go? Bob, Bob Saget, Saget, Danny Tanner. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. I like Thick over Tanner because Thick had an edge to him. It's like also I feel like Mike Seaver was getting into more trouble than like Candace Cameron. Which Candace Cameron was like, "Look, I stole a couple Tootsie Pops yeah. from <laughs> the vending machine when it was broken." Yeah. And, and Danny's like, "You fat fuck." And yeah. She, you know. They didn't deal with the real problems. Paraphrasing, yeah. They didn't yeah. real problems. No. And Mike's like, yo, I might I might try speed because Boner's got some of it. Yeah. And then Thick's got a now he's on now he's a dare officer. Boner. Do you remember Boner's <laughs> last name? It was Stabone. <laughs> oh my Boner's god. Boner's Stabone? Stabone. Was Stabone. Stabone. Boner Stabone. Yeah. And you know what his dance name was? <laughs> oh god, what? Sylvester. <laughs> Was it really? Yeah. So, you loved that show. Sylvester Stabone. I remember that from the show. I like but the Boner character I really liked. I thought that was one of the... I mean, I wouldn't even put it in the same category as like a Screech character because this guy was kind of cool. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Boner wore leather jackets. <coughs> he was Mike's rebel friend. Yeah. He was cool. And he was dumb, which is great. So we could all relate to that. Yeah. I mean, do you throw uh, <coughs> Uncle Phil... Oh, okay, Uncle Phil. Yeah, I mean, I think he was you an uncle, to. but he was he was like a dad. He well, was like yeah, a dad. he was dad. Yeah. To, he was dad to Carlton, Craig yeah. T. Nelson, coach. That's true. Yeah, coach. Coach wasn't a dad, was nah, he? He was a coach. He was just a coach. Yeah, he's a coach. Also, his kids called him coach, didn't they? That's you're not r- really a dad if your kids don't even call you. Did no. they really? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I think his a, wife called him coach. Yeah, <laughs> just wear the whistle in bed. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who would right. you want to be on a TV show? If you could uh, have the Lachlan show. I'd love... To, I, well... Well, I, you I, play Lachlan, but if you could... Okay, I, let me I've rephrase always wanted that. to be the... I know what you're saying. Yeah. Sort of in the, in the, in the archetypical yeah. surroundings of a sitcom. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to be the guy who just kind of comes in for the one line and then leaves. And by like season five, as soon as he comes in, the audience claps. So Can I be honest? You're like that... I, that's, DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> To go yeah, back yeah. to go back to fresh yeah. you, you want to be that guy, and you slowly get more lines, yeah, because people are like, "Yo, he's crushing it in one. We want more, yeah." And then more, and one line becomes four, yeah. Four becomes eight, yeah. And you're just kind of walking in halfway through the shoot, and you're leaving before it's over, yeah. Wow. So you want, yeah. So you want Kramer, you want, yeah, Urkel at Jeff. Urkel at first White was yeah. a guest star. Yep. Oh, was he really? Yeah. Guest star and crushed so hard they were like. We should oh, probably yeah, write him in. He wasn't even in the family. He's not crazy. Mm-hmm. He was a neighbor. That's right. Yeah. Carla. So. Carla's uh, so great at just poking in it and giving and cheers, and she would just give a one line. Is that Rhea Perlman? Rhea Perlman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wilson on Home Improvement. 
He had he yeah. was he was a big he was an integral part of that Wilson, show. Yeah. Wilson was he, he, it literally the the way you wrote the show you could literally uh, have the a page number that yeah. Wilson came in. It was, right, it, it was, was like when Tim Allen was going through a little slump and he needed a little advice. He yep. went to the yard to to get away from the family. That was like his. Yeah, page, like, let me go outside and think about life. Page page twenty, <laughs> mm-hmm. always, dude. That's what right Wilson before the final up. commercial break. Yep. Yeah, and then they it got sweet, and then there was a laugh. Yeah, something about Wilson like, well, saying we need to hang out more. And yeah, and being like, I don't know about that. Yeah, then, dun, 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 or, yeah, no, then a dork. Yeah. Wilson says something like, "Well, uh, there's the uh, squirrel festival going on next week <laughs> that I'm going to." And Tim's like, "Oh no 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 oh, no 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 not going to that <laughs> not going to that no 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 I'm gonna go back inside and fuck Jill." Yeah, <laughs> that was also Tim Allen was also a good dad. He's a great dad. Yeah. 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 That, that and he always tried to improve the house mm-hmm. hence home improvement maybe the best and, like blow, blow stuff up had a show within a show he, I, his car got built slowly each season yeah you yeah. know what I love too is they we talked about this with um, Blake Anderson from Workaholics he's a huge home improvement fan yeah. and and made the great point of like the amazing inventions that he would come up with that were like kind of terrible ideas where it was like a fridge next to the toilet, you know, or like built in to where it was he, like yeah. he'd always take a normal thing and put a <laughs> put like a gas engine on it. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like, yeah. Have, 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 have you ever thought, man, a bed needs gasoline in it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, more power. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, so so like so like when a Canadian legend like Alan Thicke passes, does do you, do you do you guys all kind of go like, ah oh, man, he was one of ours? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, because I know it, that it, when Kenny Baker R two D two, when the dwarf who was inside R two D two passed away, like we all we all poured out a shot for him. Did you really? Oh yeah, that's really cool. He's a legend, man. Kenny Baker, he's fucking R two D two. Did you know Kenny Baker, dude? No. R2-D2? No, I didn't know he passed away. Was he in Also, time, thanks time for bandits? ruining the fucking uh, <laughs> mirage. I thought R2-D2 was real. Come on, man. That's like Santa Claus for us. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Well, I knew Santa wasn't real the, the day I had a, my bar mitzvah. You ruined, you ruined R2-D2 <laughs> for everyone. Just, all right. Just, I'm putting that on your gravestone. Um, <laughs> don't you? Don't Comedian, you loving, loving husband. Just know that just about everything... Awesome in 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 this world is probably due to the fact that there was a little person involved. <laughs> so you don't you so guys? Narcissistic. You guys have so many secrets. I bet they it. do. <laughs> there's a lot of shit we don't know. In the next look, I've said this before. There's things I learn about Brad on a daily basis. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know it's exciting. He, you think he just shares everything right away once he feels somewhat comfortable? No. no. Although there is one thing that both you and I have in, have in common, Lachlan. What's that? Uh, other than just being ridiculously good looking is uh you and i both ride the uh hu- the uh hoverboards oh you you have one too dude hell yeah i have a hoverboard let me show you a quick little video let me tell you something he w- is perfect on one of those things perfect yeah. is an understatement yeah yeah i don't know why he's not a spokesperson i've for caused two traffic accidents <laughs> on la brea do you ever fall i have <laughs> you have yeah because the right engine gave out one time but that was that was an interesting. You're going too fast. Uh, yeah, and and it just kind of said, "Nope, this is this is dangerous," and then the engine just stopped. It just stopped. I've had that. Yeah, I had that four times. Oh my god, you're like a little ninja, dude. <laughs> it's so it's it fits you perfectly. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got such great any and, and he can turn and, yeah. and stop yeah. and go fast. I mean, I do, it's I do tricks. What I want to do is I want to get tricks. A- <laughs> yeah, you got a half pipe. What? No, what? No, no I don't have a half pipe. <laughs> that you're oh, no, you ride the funky duck. 
I uh, I got rid of that thing. Why? Um, because I am too big for it. Oh. What? I'm too tall is what I'm going to use as my excuse. <laughs> uh, but I fell about, f- just on that shoot, yeah. uh, just on the taping of, of the special, I fell at least four times and my back was killing me after. Oh. Because I just, uh, imagine trying to act while, in, I mean, if you look at that first clip of me yeah. and Dave Waite, I'm riding along and Dave stops me and I literally I'm like whoa whoa <laughs> and, and you're just trying to balance and he's like what are you doing I'm like I'm trying not to fall for this take <laughs> and this is this is the intro to the special live from Venice Beach which Thanks, is available man. now on CISO go watch it people and you can see and you can see Lachlan on a on a funky duck it's free this month only so oh okay ooh yeah if you get if you get in there you get a month free you, uh, you are a coordinated human being though i play basketball with you oh man god that was a long time ago yeah too. come on man I, w- I was serious post moves you did <clears throat> this you're really good yeah i mean you know you <laughs> i mean that's what we're really you're t- i'm turning it around dude you're better well but, you know but, but it was great playing on your team because that you, was a blast you you have this ability to grind your way into a shot <laughs> that i i'm just too you just bump me and i kind of get off uh, my ankles are very skinny and my wrists are very skinny so it's easy to just um to just blow wind in my face and, <laughs> but adam's you know he's stockier and yeah he gets around people and and, and he really go. grinds his way in there it's great well you have i mean there's like this smooth effortless like i mean i remember like watching you shoot jump hooks and i was like oh shit man this guy and how tall are you i'm six five probably Fuck, what is that i mean what is I, that like? All right, I know. I know. It's like you know. I went to the. I went to. I, I. I go to the doctor twice a week. That's what it's like. What? Really? Yeah. For have, foot problems. Um, back problems. I have a. I have a, arthritis in my back that I'm. I'm working really hard to get rid of. But I mean, you don't really get rid of it, but you. You essentially Maintain. control it. Yeah. Control, control yeah, yeah. it. So. Shit. So basically, what you're saying is you wish you were a little person. I wish I may. I would. I would probably. I wouldn't go that far. That's you know. I'm. Go, I'm gonna go with he wishes he was a little person and that he and that dwarves are just better. Okay, can that's I, what I'm going for. Can I ask you something, dude? <laughs> sure. I think my head's bigger than yours. Can you try on my hat? Yeah, I've, I've 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 got a massive one. But see, you have like two feet of hair. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I gotta this thing down. I think we have about. Wow, he has about almost. He has about wow. the same size head as me. That's that's rare. I, I it's rare that my, nobody has as big a head as me. Are you? Yeah, you're you're always well, got the biggest head. I think we just found <laughs> the next biggest head <laughs> coming coming this fall to Spike TV. The ne- the the next the next biggest head. Do you think you have the biggest head? <laughs> and all it is just guys trying on hats going. All right, your head's bigger. Take a- <laughs> next week on the biggest next head. Week, another like- guy tries on a hat. <laughs> oh, man, that was a good episode last week. Because <laughs> I didn't got- think da- I didn't think Dave's head would be that big. I, yeah, I can't believe how big it was. <laughs> So big, and it always ends with a shot of a girl looking at the camera, going "Ooh," <laughs> just so dumb. Yeah, because that doesn't. Cause no, that doesn't mean anything, does no. it? I don't think it does. And the feet thing. Loose sphincter. What does big head mean? I mean, all you're saying is that you're a whore <laughs> because you like you know dicks well enough that you've measured heads and compared and actually have enough information. To, to actually, uh, I've like seen like so many surge. guys <laughs> with so many different size heads. I've been with and seen so many dicks. Yeah, the, 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 I could just, <laughs> I could just look at your head and go, all right, five, five and a half inches, yeah. really. 
Unless you, unless you have a hundred, you know, like Family Feud, a yeah. hundred people surveyed. Yeah. Unless you've surveyed a hundred people, it's not us. It's not a. I don't think it's real. It's not real. Yeah. Now, by the way, that should be the rule of thumb for any sort of fact. Family Feud. Would well, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, no fact is a fact until Steve Harvey confirms it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or at least a hundred people have like you know, you and know, and asked. Then. Speaking of, speaking of game shows, we can't get. Wow, that's oh. it for Family Feud, huh? Are we gonna just okay, get out of well, it real quick? It was a it was a logical I was looking, jump. I was looking to talk feud for a minute. Okay, we can talk feud. Who's your favorite feud host? <laughs> <laughs> and don't and and we all and don't lie about it. Yeah, don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't lie and say it's the guy from Tool Time. <laughs> oh, R- R- Richard Carn. Yeah, Richard Carn was. Can one. I be honest? No, I wasn't Richard Carn. Just caught a brief episode um, the other day, and Louis Anderson was the host. Oh right, and it Louis was kind was of amazing because he was like, "All right, Pam, uh, uh, two things, sure, uh, fifty people ask, name two things you find in a picnic," <laughs> and then she goes, "Um, potato salad." <laughs> I don't know who that was, but these people are always a Someone little dying of a disease. Oh, Cocoa yeah. Yeah. She's like, potatoes, and he goes, how many potatoes? And just through his voice and his face and him pointing at it, and he was like so, like, I couldn't tell if he was genuinely enthusiastic about it or not, but it was like. It sounds like the penguin. Yeah. And just, yeah. just that fact. It's a sarcastic I couldn't believe I was watching him on that show. Like, it, nothing about it made sense. Yeah. And that's why I loved it. Yeah, I, I I like the uh, for some reason the new ones with Steve Harvey. I've noticed it's a black family versus a white family. Always, every episode. yeah. Does he favor one? I don't think so. He's got cooler uh. like rapport, obviously with who the, the hell? black family. It who? seems so odd that we He's were going to do this. This is so re- it's so. Cool. Wait, who the hell is John O'Hurley? Because he hosted John O'Hurley. That's I I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for Family Feud hosts and it says. Richard Dawson, Ray Combs. Ray Luke, Combs killed himself. Yes, yeah, that right. guy killed himself, and that's and that's when they brought back Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson was great too. He I was like l- the white Steve Harvey. Yeah. Yes, he was. He yeah. the why why I loved Richard Dawson is he would have those looks to the camera when someone would give a completely yes. dumb answer. And by the way, that's half that show. Yeah, yeah. It's Just like don't perv out super hard. Yeah, right. Like know the game well enough. And take your time and and mug out to that camera, man. Right. Because guess what? Almost every answer is going to be stupid. Yeah. When he goes, uh, name something you would do on a date. And the person goes, uh, 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 rape. And then he just like looks at the camera and goes like, the fuck? Was that an answer? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Back Show in the day. me. <laughs> Show me rape. By the way, what a great like him mugging to the camera. Now, do you think he smirks or does he just stare? <laughs> By the way, how long do you hold that stare? It truly. This brings up a point. Timing. It, it truly is the Family Feud is truly one of the only game shows where we've seen five or six or seven hosts play the ex, to the uh, comedy yeah. to the exact same rules. Yeah, and their own interpretation of these rules. Yeah. Oh, John O'Hurley is the the Mr. Peterman on on Seinfeld. Oh yeah, he's the guy that he, oh, right. he's the guy so, that always talks like this. I, Elena. So yeah. they so they do the pause he and the then feud. they weird. all say show me yeah and they say it with their own sarcastic version wow and but they all say show me every single one of them said show me yeah show me and they did it in their own way it's it's real it's like almost like Star Trek where everyone's gonna you know have there's how many how many people play Picard yeah and, mm-hmm. and Captain Kirk but you're all pretty much doing that same sort when of when they pass it down do you think they sit down and go like like did you think Shatner sat down. Um, what's his name? 
Jason, uh, Patrick, some, Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Stewart. Yeah. And Sad Mountain was like, yo, man, so every now and then, here's the, here's the, here's the Kirk look. Yeah. <laughs> you know, did you see it? Um, he, I think did, I'll do they, my own look. Yeah, they didn't talk at all, for sure. <laughs> you're Kirk in the captain's chair. <laughs> now you're in the circle. Your time. <laughs> Set phasers to ratings. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, go. Welcome back to There's a Picard. Patrick Stewart was in you. <laughs> just left. <laughs> Hey, everybody, it's Adam Ray and Brad Williams for the About Last Night podcast. Hey, Brad, I've got a question for you. Do you like to cook? Hell yes. But do you like to go out to the store and get all the food and bring it home yourself and proportionally prepare it and set it out and be like, this is what I got to cook to make it this delicious? No, that's annoying. And besides, all the measuring cups on the top shelf, that's an effort. Sorry for bringing that up. Ah. Cord struck. Well, Blue Apron is here to help. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Ooh. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Brad and I both love to cook, okay? But we don't like all the bullshit that comes with it, okay? We like a place that has partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the U.S. and gets you all the best sourced beef, chicken, and pork from responsibly raised animals, okay? Uh, a place that delivers to 99% of the continental U.S. Uh, and uh, doesn't uh, charge for shipping, okay? That's fucking Blue Apron, all right? Cooking together also builds strong family bonds, all right? Brad cooks with his fiance. I cook by myself. Thanks for bringing it up. I'm single <laughs> and alone. Research also shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times uh, more often. And look, those who spend a lot at restaurants or high-end grocery store chains can now spend under $10 a person $10 a person for a delicious meal, all right? Not all the ingredients are created equal. Uh, fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference, and that's what Blue Apron offers. Um, look, you can choose from a variety of recipes each week. Uh, you can customize your recipes, and they have several delivery options, so you can choose what uh, fits your needs the best. And there's no weekly commitment. You can get deliveries when you want them, all right? And each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe and pre-portioned ingredients that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less, which, Brad, I know you love because you've been using this shit. I have been using it all the time. I'm on the go a lot. My fiancé works. We don't want to spend extra time in the kitchen that we could be spending doing other fun things like like playing video games and... Uh, fucking! <laughs> tons of fucking! <laughs> <laughs> so you got to have more time for that. That's why Blue Apron is so great. It comes in the box. All the ingredients are pre-measured out, pre-proportioned. Also, that you only use the exact amount that you need. Uh, she makes the meals, and then sometimes I make the meals. Yeah, that's right. Me, with my little stumpy arms. <laughs> you cook the meals, and you only used to cook chicken a la bread. Now I can make spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes. That's the kind of stuff I'm bringing to the table, scoring major points with the fiance. Yeah, and that's what you want to do, especially going into a marriage. You want to be, uh, you know, you want to be able to carry your weight. That's right. <laughs> and for a dwarf, that's, I mean, I got small arms. I can't carry that much. <laughs> that's why Blue Apron is perfect. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash ALN and, uh, and get, uh, get your life on track, man. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes because you can start creating an incredible home-cooked meal with Blue Apron. That's right, baby. Blueapron.com slash ALN. Start living better, tasting better. It's a better way to cook. Hey, everybody, it's me, Tony Danza. You know, I got a question for you. Do you guys have eyeballs? Yeah? Do you guys see? 
Well, look, prescription eyewear shouldn't cost you more than a plane ticket or a new iPhone. By circumventing traditional channels and engaging with customers directly through their website and retail stores, Warby Parker, that's right, Warby Parker, is available to provide high-quality, good-looking prescription eyewear at a fraction of the price. Did you know that over 1 billion people worldwide lack access to fucking glasses? This means that 50% of the global population can't effectively learn, work, or see. What the fuck? Glasses were invented like 700 years ago. Can we get on top of this, please? Warby Parker partners with nonprofits like Vision Spring to make sure that every pair of glasses sold, a pair is distributed to someone in need. So they're doing good for everybody. Head to warbyparker.com slash ALN to order your free home try-ons today. Choose the five frames you'd like to try on, mail the frames back, choose your favorite pairs, and guess what? You're going to have them right to your fucking house in no time because Warby Parker makes your experience completely risk-free and free shipping all around. So go to warbyparker.com slash ALN to begin your free home try-on experience today. They've also got sunglasses that start at $95, which include polarized lenses. And guess what? Available with prescription too. Those start at 175 Just like eyeglasses, our sunglasses, says Warby Parker, are available through their home try-on program. Warby Parker sunglasses feature premium polarized lenses that are scratch-resistant and provide 100% UV protection. <laughs> Angela couldn't even do that. So get with it. Get on the home try-on program, order five pairs of glasses online, have them shipped directly to your home or office, and you have five days to try them on. Show your friends, your family, get an honest opinion, see what looks best. If you don't like them, it's 100% free and really easy. When you find a pair you like, you go to warbyparker.com slash ALN and order your favorite fucking pair. They'll even call your doctor if you don't have your prescription handy. That's how good they are. So go to warbyparker.com slash ALN and get started with a free home try-on and find your perfect glasses today, all right? Okay, and now back to the episode. That was incredible. You're right, though, because think about what other game shows... I mean, you know, there's... Uh, yeah, is there any show that have gone... Price had two hosts ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. I mean, uh, and the same match game has had Baldwin and then Dick yeah. Clark. And it, the exact same set. Yeah. I mean, pretty much identical board. They've changed the, the light bulbs a little bit. Yeah. Idiot Test has only had Ben Glebe. <laughs> so far. So far. But, but, but the way you break, break down how to host, <laughs> mm-hmm. how truly it is about making... And, and Ben does a great job of he this, does. too. When someone says something dumb, he just says... Why he gives it to them? Why did you do that? Yeah, right. Put it on them always. Yeah, yeah. And sit back. It's really that there is an art to that. Yeah. As far as you definitely have to be quick, and that helps. But you don't have to be every time. You can kind of like crowd work with as for us when we're on stage. Like if something happens, we, you know, you're in control, and people are looking at you to be like, oh, handle that. And if you don't, it's fine, I guess. But if you do, and it's funny, oh man, now people love you more. Yeah. But like if. There's certain moments where Ben just said, like, I'm going to go over here now and just kind of left it like that. And that yeah. was enough. Mm-hmm. He did that to me a lot, I feel like. <laughs> you, we're not allowed to talk about it, are we? We can talk about it, but we can't say the results. We were oh. all in Idiot. Really? I think so. Well, the name of the show is Idiot Test. And let's just say both parts of that compound word were, were in play. <laughs> just so people people know that when we're when you're watching the show, it's easy. Yeah, so easy. But when you're in it, it's it's your brain. And and with Ben standing right next to you, mm-hmm. reading it out to you, and 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 there's an audience there, and there's cameras, and then uh, and, and then there's Adam whispering sweet nothings in my ears. I'm trying to answer. Hang on, no, you two are hilarious. Like I can't <laughs> believe how good you two were. Oh, really? In the green room, 
Well, by the way, let's talk about how good Brad was. Yeah. And then let's talk about yeah. the serious fucking just complete opposite when we get onto the stage. <laughs> can, can I? I, I can't believe that was never discussed. I didn't give you enough shit for that. This guy was so confident. And we get out there, answers super quick, doesn't think anything through. And I'm sitting there being like, this? yeah, I'm sitting there being like, what happened in the green room? Who was that guy? <laughs> he went up. My, my co co uh, my co partner partner was uh, Ian Bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so Ian Bag went up against Brad on one, mm-hmm. and Brad maybe waited two seconds. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And I and Adam was sitting be- on the on the ledge behind, mm-hmm. and I was sitting on the ledge behind, and I just looked at Adam, and Adam looked at me with just this. <laughs> Mouthing the words, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, it was so funny because, <laughs> I mean, we're just playing for charity, yeah, of course, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and it's really funny, but I was like, it, it just because we saw you, <laughs> we saw your giant brain in the green room, and me and Ian were like, oh, we're losing this. Well, we're fucked. I mean, yeah. hopefully Adam has to, has to uh, hopefully Adam ruins it. <laughs> I got, I mean, yeah, it was, I mean, the, those puzzles were... But the last one, you guys... I, mean, I don't know if you can say the results. Um, but you saw mine, yeah. and you were probably like, oh, those are easy. Super easy. It was always, whenever you guys were on, I would look at your puzzles and, and just go like, oh, that's the answer. Mm-hmm. Like, I would get it. And then, once it. and then once it came back on us, it was, it was, it was always more difficult. So, Have you been on a game show before? No, uh, no I haven't. What, yeah. uh, and when, you came out here at 19, right? Yeah. Uh, 24 i was i I moved to la yeah 24 okay Mm -hmm. yeah um and the whole the goal the whole time is be the best stand-up comic ever what it yeah yeah acting and other stuff is still a part of the plan or i i i think i'm oh for 400 at auditioning (laughs) i mean like i'm not kidding it's gotta be a good record i'm kidding i'm not like five years straight of being sent out every week for uh-huh. an audition, and I have never got anything. Wow! Yeah, I'm but you know what? Not supposed to audition. No, <laughs> I disagree, man. It just you think I should keep going? Do you know, I'm, I probably went out on double that before I got anything. Really? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It takes a minute, and also you're getting the fact that you went on 400. You're that much better for 401, and you you don't think about it because you're like, look at that man. You don't think it's about pretty, it because you're thinking about all of the all of the negatives. You're just like, Are I you didn't know Wilson. No, I'm doing my I'm doing my manager Barry Katz. Oh, you're doing Barry. All right. I'm doing Barry. And That's Sam. true. Wait, yeah. let's hear your own Wilson though. That's really just the same <laughs> yeah, impression. Yeah, okay. I was in Shanghai <laughs> yeah. Nights. I love that movie. <laughs> I starred with Jackie Chan. They're making Wedding Crashers too. He does his own stunts, man. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I feel like the ones you don't get, you're more prepped for. The, you weren't supposed to get them, but also. That repetition for auditioning, man, it's just like anything. It's just like stand-up or, or podcasting. Or, or The more you do it, the more comfy you get. And 400 of those, and I mean, yeah, that can be discouraging for sure. I mean, like, I, you know, it's, yeah, dude, the amount of times I was just like, ah, fuck it, I'm not going out anymore because it's too. Nobody, and no, there's a problem, too, is I come home from these things and my girlfriend's like, how'd it go? And I'm like, I mean, I took her through all that. Mm-hmm. And she is like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, there's so much. So I, I focused uh, more on stand-up. Because uh, you're happier. I'm, I'm much happier. And you can control that. Yeah. That's what's kind of great about it. I feel like I'm not only letting myself down, I'm letting down my manager and my agent. And Who sends you out on these things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I, I, I acted with you. We were both on an episode of Legit oh, together. That's right. That, that was fun. 
It was fun because uh, thank God I didn't have much to say, and we just I just listened to you and Jim. <laughs> and, and well, but also you played yourself. I got to play myself, so that wasn't like a, you'd have to like. But it's do it. even even that I was terrible at because like the cameraman was like move your shoulder and I try to move my shoulder. And he's like your head, move your head. <laughs> and every take he'd tell me you're in the shot. And I, I, <laughs> well, you had, well, you have a very large head, Lachlan. And so. he puts and he puts me and Brad together. Like <laughs> yeah. I know Jim wanted. <laughs> To have me and Brad on, yeah. And, but he, I mean, us sitting next to each other yeah. for a cameraman is a nightmare. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta pick one. Yeah, they ain't both fitting. Yeah, that's like you, two very large heads. Did you ever watch it? <laughs> yeah. How did we do? I thought I thought our scene turned out great. That was the scene where it was uh, uh, at the bar. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we ended up doing a ton of shots and like dancing on the bar. We had to pretend we were drunk. Yes. I'm terrible at acting as it is, and then I got to do drunk acting. Well, because well, <laughs> most people, when they try to do drunk, it's always like no one's ever been that drunk in their lives. Right. Like, it's always like, hey, hey man, I've, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. First, um, first of all, I completely disagree. Are we gonna go I've get, been there. Are we going to go yeah. get Cheryl? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're quoting me six years ago at Disneyland. You know what I find when uh, the, someone gave me the best advice for drunk acting that I've ever known is that you make everything, uh, everything um, is just more specific. So when you're pointing, you don't just point to someone like that. You you point really like... Kind of take your time, too. Okay. And yeah. like when you put it in your hand, when you're getting up, you, 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 you push, you really exaggerate getting up. So not like slow motion necessarily, but just over-examining. Yeah. yeah. Really and like being like, really thorough. There's also two types of like drunk acting. There's like the, you can be a little bit more big and fun. Like the guy who's like, a departed Right. Welcome to fucking here, man. You just... You you're great. That's good. And That's then there's also acting. like just super like you know you're in the couch and did did bad pizza. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I um I I should I should do some <laughs> drunk acting rehearsing. <laughs> Slur your words. I mean that's a very specific kind of acting coach that I don't think exists. Do you know who the best drunk actor is? Who's that? Is um Jim Jeffries because he's actually drunk. <laughs> How uh, uh, is there's a guy who used to do the roasts back when roasts were like the old classic roasts? Oh, oh yeah. Dean Martin, those Dean Martin roasts. Yeah, yeah one yeah, guy yeah. that would do the whole thing wasted. Who was it? And I all of them. Oh man, <laughs> he was so good. It, it, he, all right, and wasn't... he would just repeat the line uh, over and over. <laughs> it was such a because to be f- to tell jokes drunk is another level. Yeah, because you're stuttering. So so it so it wasn't Dean Martin. No, you could sh- uh, drunk roast. Uh, <laughs> well, drunk roast nowadays it's great, isn't it? Would you ever do one of those roasts? I would. Yeah, I feel like you'd crush. I'd love to do one. Yeah, your your delivery and and cadence, I feel like, is kind of prime for it. Thanks, man. I I, I have a big fear of them, but uh, I'm sure they all do until they do a few. His name. I don't was- see how you don't take any of that stuff a little bit personally, right? His yeah. name was uh, Foster Brooks. That's him. There it is. That's yeah. him. Foster yeah. Brooks. Was an American actor and comedian most famous for his portrayal of a lovable drunken man. He was so good, you guys. When you're, when you're free, uh, Google some Foster Brooks, you'll laugh. He's, it's, wow. it, it's one of the few comedians from the old days that retains his... Yeah, it, it, hold, it holds up, and he's not doing like the old timey like, take my wife, please jokes or anything no, like that. No, and that was back when roasts, you would... Uh, 
you know, nowadays we've we've streamlined it to just I'm gonna say the worst shit about you. Yeah, yeah. just joke, yeah. set up punchline. Yeah, which is like in porn is like just just hammering hardcore <laughs> penetration. <laughs> but back no in the foreplay. old days, <laughs> the roasts had foreplay. Yeah. yeah. So much for there was a lot more camaraderie too. Yeah, those now seem. I mean, they definitely that's foreplay. I think, right? Camaraderie. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> what you thing? do with your girlfriend? High fiving. Yeah, camaraderie. Yeah. Sure, talking <laughs> jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, you're right because all those guys and girls knew each other. Yeah, and you knew that they knew each other. You knew that they were friends. And now it's like, and and now to to roast Donald Trump, we have Snoop Dogg, and you're like, right. you never hung out. Although I don't know, Kanye met trump today so who knows who the fuck trump knows yeah but uh yeah but like there there was that there's that sort of thing where they always bring out a couple randoms like and now uh martha stewart is gonna is gonna roast charlie sheen you're like that there's no fucking way well that's ratings at this point yeah and also there's celebrity is a bigger deal than it was back then right yeah 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 like now a cook can be a celebrity was that that's true who was (laughs) the who was the most famous chef back in the 70s chef boyardee bad example he's the shit um dom deluise was he a chef? No. Was he? No. Chef Boyardee? I mean, uh, the they Muppet Chef. There was no actual... <laughs> Swedish chef. There, yeah. there was no spork, actual spork, spork. chef <laughs> making money. Orky, bushy, borky. Okay. Like, no, no, one was, no one was taking pictures of him. <laughs> what? You know, no one was like taking pictures of with him. Mm-hmm. You, 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 couldn't, you know, like nowadays... If they didn't have like catchphrases like Emeril Lagasse, which is, you know, Bam, or, uh, yeah. or uh, who's the Guy Fieri, I'm a douche, you know, like whatever it is. The food could be famous, of course, like Wolfgang Puck, but yeah. for the person to be famous now is very common. Dude, I we want that. We yeah. love that. We want our, do you think we've somehow, we're we had a hand in that? We're, we're, we're becoming horrible. <laughs> right? We're like, the you internet. can't just cook. You need to fucking have a personality. You can't just, ooh, like Wolfgang Puck, like. He's was always kind of behind the scenes, right? Yeah, he yeah. let his name in his food speak for himself. Yeah, it's and now a, we're like, oh, oh, really, uh, Rachel Ray? Thirty minutes or less? Fucking prove it. Right? Where, where's a show that shows me that shit? Yeah, or you like, gotta be all right. I'll do it. Yeah, or you gotta be. It's not bad, Rachel Ray. Or, you, or yeah, or, <laughs> or you gotta be Gordon Ramsay, and like, if you have a bad burger, you go, this burger is worse than the Holocaust. You're like, shit, Gordon. Okay, that's a little harsh. Has he ever said that? Um, I mean, I'm sure he's thought it. Jesus. <laughs> But I mean, but the whole thing with cooks and celebrities. I remember uh, I was doing a gig. I think it was in Richmond, Virginia, and my shows were there was no one in the audience. It was scarcely populated, very low ticket sales. And I go like, man, I always sell pretty good here. Like, what the fuck? What's happening? And the comedy club owner goes, ah, no one, no one was here today because 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 the cake boss is in town and he sold out two shows at the theater. That's a sentence I heard. The cake boss is in town, so that's why you didn't sell tickets. Who the fuck is going to go see the cake boss? Dude. Calling you out, Richmond? What does he do on stage? Adam Richmond is the cake boss? Yeah, he's the cake boss. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even know who the cake boss was. (laughs) Who knew? Yeah. I lost out to the fucking cake boss. I've often been called the cake boss. Is that like a porn namer? Um, (laughs) uh, Do you cook? Um, I love cooking. Do you really? I love cooking, and I'd love to host my own cooking show. Lock, that's the there move, There you go. Dude. Oh, my God, dude. You got to yeah. put that together and shoot something. I'm not even kidding. That's the yeah. move. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Because you're doing... Cause, and Write that, that down. That, and you're doing sort of... And you're... And your humor is sort of dry. Yeah. It's not a lot of high energy. So it, Cooking is a go- chill sport. Like, yeah. it's very... We, we would follow you. 
Yeah, you don't want the high energy. No, we've guy. seen it. Yeah, we we we've seen. You're the right amount of energy too. Just yeah. pepper in that smile. There you go. You know, I uh, I've been cooking for a long time, and I, I I'm pretty good at it. I'm probably as good as I am on Photoshop at cooking. <laughs> the dude, that's your op- that's the beginning of the show, and you go. But people told me I should do a show, so here we go. And then and some just cool cook- theme music that maybe you you come up with. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I could totally do that. Yeah, and 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 at, at least when I'm losing out on my ticket sales because the celebrity <laughs> chef Lachlan uh, Lachlan Patterson is in town, then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He's funny. I know Lachlan. Oh man, I remember when Fuck we, you, Kate Boss. I remember when we told him to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you should have, and you should have a comedian on each time, and you maybe teach him how to do something, or they watch, well, or let's, like let's let's. All right. First of all, is anyone uh, your listeners? They get they can follow uh, us. Oh yeah. yeah. If uh, if anyone's listening and really thinks this is a good idea, <laughs> or tweet at Lock. Tweet at me and encourage me. It's at Lockjaw, right? It's at Lockjaw. Yeah. L A C H J A W. Tweet at uh, Lachlan and let him know what you think. First of all, thanks, man. Do you want to see him uh, hosting a cooking show and then maybe come up with your own titles? In the hashtag. Maybe I would start it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Not a bad idea. Uh, because right now on Instagram, I'm doing something that I know is going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Good career move. I have been taking pictures of the, uh, the machines that you, um, you swipe your credit card or put a chip in. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, just want, and just observing how this chip versus swipe battle has been going. Yeah. <laughs> And so I just I'm enthralled already Because some swipe And some chip Some swipe Some chip um, My By the last way. one was a video Asking the lady When's chip coming And she goes Hopefully never <laughs> So there's <laughs> So that's what I'm doing Right now <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at your Instagram right now Also locked on Instagram Check out the one With the blue tape Around the whole thing Okay Someone instead of <laughs> just It's wrapped in blue tape And it says yep. There it is. A gift card to teller. Yeah, please hand card to cashier. And it's there, but there's tape around the whole thing. So it's just, fuck you. Like, it's just like, it's here, but you can't, but you can't use this thing. I don't know what's going on with this chip and swipe thing. Why did, now, why did you try to do that? Why, what was your, and there's, wow, there's also multiple videos of you with a xylophone. Well, that was a previous theme. I found a xylophone in an alley (laughs) and I just started playing it. And I learned how to play. And I would just play songs to the idiot who left it in the alley. Perfect. I'd be like, I just learned how to play Gotcha, um, Idiot, or whatever. (laughs) These are the cutaways, by the way. Mid-cooking show. Yeah. Cut away for a minute. And to his little xylophone? Whatever. Sure. I mean, mean, you know when they say like, and then you just put it in the oven for... Yeah, what do you do when it's in the oven? 15 minutes, you play the fucking xylophone. That's what you do. All right. Thank you. There you go. Does your girlfriend appreciate that you cook? Oh, yeah, I made her uh, a sesame-crusted ahi tuna steak today. What the? With a okay, yeah, quinoa you, salad okay, uh, with, with uh, tomatoes and, and uh, uh, of course, you're in Venice, kale. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, mean, that's I, solid. Yeah, that's the it's move. amazing. That's the move. What comedian has a cooking show right now? None. You know, I, I always... There's a lot of cooks who, have, who try to be comedians. Yeah. And guess uh, what? Their jokes are like, look, Joey Fatone... I uh, might... I might be crossing the border because there is a celebrity chef named Lachlan Patterson. I'm not kidding. <laughs> anyway. No way. Yeah, and he's I'm uh looking it up. He's been on like Martha Stewart and he's he has a restaurant in Colorado. Great. You go there. That's one of the episodes. Of Instagram? I'm gonna 
No, <laughs> once you get picked up and you like get going. I could get picked up from my Instagram. Dude, you can do anything. I love this show. It's so positive. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but no, but he. You think those right, right wow, candles there there themselves? Is, there is. It's about my positivity. It's how is there up. a Lachlan? There's another Lachlan Patterson, <laughs> and he's also Canadian. He's he's from Boulder, Colorado, I think, isn't he? No, born in uh, Kingston, Canada. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Who are you? Fuck this How dude. How old is he? Uh, born in 1975. All right. He's born a year after me. Yeah. Oh my god. From Canada. Um, uh, this is a crazy thing to f- the internet. It is. <laughs> the internet is st- dude surprises you every day. You know. I should. Fly I mean, out and meet this guy. He goes by. <laughs> you say meet or beat? Just. Well, we'll start with me. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Because who knows? Maybe he's a really cool guy. But I am going to walk in thinking that he's, you know. Going with a beat mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he does have a hyphenated name. It's Lachlan McKinnon Patterson. This is this is the guy. Yes. He's uh, he's he's a hyphenated. Now, how famous is he? He's been on Martha Stewart and... Um, like on top of her physically, or like on? He's been on her cooking show, probably. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, he was. I think on, that's how and he was on. <laughs> that's how he got on the show. Top he Chef. On, he was on Top Chef. That's yeah. Right. He made Top Chef's top ten. He made Top Chef's top son 10. of a bitch. Top Top Chef. All right, so you got some work cut out for you. But look, I guarantee he's not funny. Yeah, not, not as funny as you are. Exactly. Well, I've invited him to, when I was in Denver. I invited him out to the show. He couldn't make it. Good move. Well, I mean, that's how you get rid of him, right? Yeah, you want to get them as close to you can. Exactly. Too. Friends close, enemies closer. Like the Highlander. Yeah. You hunt each other down. <laughs> there can be only one Lachlan. Right. <laughs> and then when I kill him, I, I harness his cooking ability. <laughs> <laughs> we are the king. What is it? Was that Queen song? Yeah, we are the champions. No, the song. Oh. The Highlander had a song that oh. Queen did, and it was great. Princes of the Universe or something. Ah, anyway. What would you cook if you had to, like, the like? all right, for example, if you were oh. teaching me how to, uh, you know, I'm the only single dude at this table, okay? I've seen your kitchen, okay, yeah. Sure, you've seen the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yep. You, um, don't, you don't like to cook. No. You're, I've done it. a little bit. I have, look, that when I uh, have been in uh, relationships, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I go out of my way to, like, f- you know, figure that out. Yeah. And also, it's more fun to do with somebody. Yes. Cooking by yourself, to me, is not fun. No. I know some people find it very cathartic. Oh, you got it, dude? See, that song just makes me want to cook macaroni and cheese. Yeah! Oh, this... That's the Highlander on TV. Wow. Filmed in in Canada. I mean, I think when people overlook... Like, when people talk about greatest... uh, TV themes, yeah. They do like Dukes of Hazard yeah. or uh, Gilligan's Island or Come on, that how, was, how do you beat Queen? That was amazing, and it was it was. Uh... Yeah. All right, that's good. I'm rocking out. No, nope, no more. Says you. Turn it down. The universe. What's happening right now? <laughs> it's um. I forgot the guy, but the I saw him once on the street. The the guy who plays Highlander. Yeah. Does that story get better or is that it? That's it, man. In Vancouver, <laughs> that, when you spot a celebrity in Vancouver, it's like you, talk you leave about him alone. It. Yeah, you leave him alone. I high fived uh, uh, Richard Dean Anderson once, MacGyver. There we go. That's what we could go. For. As he was walking by me on the street, I just high fived him and, and we both kept walking. Cool. <laughs> That's unbelievable. And guess what? If that happened daily, if there was, look, if Trump said some shit like, 
Required every day, you must high five five strangers. Mm-hmm. It was called the high five five. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jesus, dude. And really, that uh, is a wonderful point. Uh, and and really, what I believe a president is for nowadays, because I don't believe a president has a lot of power. Mm-hmm. I believe a president can really only influence. inspire and yeah. influence. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it would be really nice if we had a president who just tried to do that. Yeah, just yeah, every day. Not try to change high everything. Five, really like. Yeah, the high fives. Dude, can you imagine if there were mandatory the high five five? Like, fucking. It's like Mondays. Yes. Or something. The same way that you have to punch in and punch out of work, you have to, like, I don't know, there's some sort of chip. I don't know if they, you know. And sometimes you just didn't didn't have a lot of energy, and your buddy was like, dude, I'll high five you five times. Let's just get Mm -hmm. out of the way. And boom, boom, boom. But you do it. And guess what? Even if you're not feeling it and you do a power five. Yeah. I bet that turns your day around God. for and sure. There, 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 there's something that really turn down a high five and tell yeah. me how you felt the next morning. Oh you know? man, I love a high five. You know when I that's get, why I love MacGyver that he just did it blindly and dude, that's that says so much about somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, he just, and he just did it and walked off. And when it's a solid high five, when you connect. when it's just like you don't miss, you don't hit the side of the hand. Yeah, oh. I always start early to, yeah. to give people like I'm always the first to throw the. And you're always like hand up. winding up, because most people want a handshake when you like when you're getting on stage mm-hmm. or when you get off stage. Right when you get off stage, you have a bat. If, if you have a good set and you see someone clapping and, and nodding at you yeah. as you're walking by them, I always go like this. Hell yeah, power five, do it. Five high fives, dude. And, and the high five five, high five five. Conversely, I what? declare <laughs> as as good as a high a great high five makes you feel. Nothing makes you feel worse. Then pulling that hand up for the high five and then just getting denied. Yeah. Oh, and then no one puts their hand up. Where are you from, bro? <laughs> Where are you from? You're not from the United States of America, that's for sure. It's <laughs> a mandatory yeah. high five policy in effect. Absolutely. That would be amazing. I mean, I, what, I, I think we can all get behind this. So I'm the single guy. You saw my kitchen. What would you teach me to prepare? What would you help me prepare? I would tell you that... Um, what would make it on, you, a, on oh, a first date? I would tell you, first of all... We've you, been hanging out for two weeks, and I'm like, I'm going to cook for you this time. Do you have a cast iron pan? What'd you call me? <laughs> Do you have a cast iron pan? Yes. Good for you. That's a start right there. Great. Um, is this a, I would try to learn uh, by her figure. Do you like a thinner woman or a, th- a thicker woman? You know what? I, I like a, I like a woman. You like a woman? Do you like an older woman or a younger woman? That's a personal question. Do you no, like, no, no, I like, <laughs> I like a my over, age over or 30, over 30. Uh, the candy. Can you believe this guy? They can still be dating girls in their twenties. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. about to marry one, if but she, yeah, if, she, if she's <laughs> under 30, um, I would probably Totino's pizza rolls. <laughs> Tatina pizza rolls. And a squeeze it? Some, something with a fruit roll-up. What's a squeeze it? <laughs> What's a squeeze it? How, oh, get, back to Canada. Get, what the hell is a squeeze it? That should oh. be a test on the it, on What's the immigration test. Really what is a squeeze it? <laughs> How dare Draw, you? Describe yeah. a squeeze it. You can't do it. Go back and sip on your maple syrup bottle, you fucking Canuck. Uh, what happened? I, I didn't. I, lo- I got one of the questions wrong. <laughs> Which one? The squeeze it. The a, squeeze it question. It's a. It's a artificial sugary. It's like a Capri Sun or a High C. Heard of those? Yeah. Great. Yeah. And so it's. Uh, but it's in a plastic squeeze it bottle. And I mean, you know, without being too just on the nose, you twist off the top and yeah. then you squeeze the bottle to get the juice to. Yeah. To explode into your mouth. And Basically, and prepares you, you for hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what? 
And what do you do with the uh, with the plastic receptacle that you just uh, crushed? You uh, throw in the ocean and let the birds choke on it. That's what I thought. No, I don't know. You put it in the trash like a good yeah, American. It's not like it's that. got a triangle under it. Do you check for a triangle? Yikes! I did not check for a triangle. <laughs> check for the triangle. So you would okay? So you would? Um, so I would I would cook. Um, okay, well you got you, you want. So look, she's let's say she's thirty two. Yeah, she's a little curvy. Oh, I, um, I would make a but she uh, but but fit you know I'd make her I'd make her a Thai noodle salad so which great about that is you can cook it and then let it sit because it's supposed to be cold so you can cook the noodles the day of and uh, you get these you, these Japanese or Thai noodles and then you put a little uh, a little peanut sauce in there wow steam some broccoli and the, or boil some broccoli if you if it's easier boil yeah that's what I'm steaming and, and cut little pieces good. of broccoli up in there okay and then um, just you can actually buy shredded carrots now and you boil boil those shredded carrots as well in the broccoli and then you mix it in with the peanut sauce and the noodles and then you take either chicken steak or fish your choice yeah and you're gonna just with that uh, cast iron pan you're gonna heat that cast iron pan as hot as you can hot as you can you're gonna pour a little oil in there and then you're just gonna put um whatever your cut of steak or chicken or or fish in there and you're gonna let it just just fucking just fast heat it's gonna heat so fast and it's gonna cook so nice and then you're just gonna lightly brown it on both sides and cook it through of course chicken takes a little longer so i'd recommend steak because at this point i'm fucking lachlan yeah, well, I was going to ask you to put your pants back on, but yeah. I want to hear the rest of this description. <laughs> um, and then, because a steak, you don't have to cook it all the way through, right? Because you can do medium rare. And, uh, and then you, um, I, would, I would cut the steak into slices and lay it on top of the noodle salad. Whoa. And then if you can top it off with a little parsley or a little cilantro on top. Pussy galore. And then play this song in the background. Is it, is it the song I think it is? Once I dropped the last piece of cilantro on, yeah. I dropped the piece of cilantro, then turn around an air guitar. Yes. She goes, does that mean dinner's ready? <laughs> Wait till the song's done. For sure. And, um, then, and then you hump on your Stairmaster. <laughs> well, you burn My off. only add-on to that, calories. Which, yeah, which was incredible. And yeah. that's also, listening to you describe that, dude, like, are you kidding me? You put up, you show that on your cooking show with like, the directions as you're doing it and you talking and a little bit of l- nice light jazz behind that. Wouldn't you listen to that, Brad? I would listen to right? that. Wasn't that like yeah. very easy to listen to? Yeah. The, only, the only add-on I would do is when you said chicken or steak, Yeah, I would stop cooking and look at her and when I would ask her what she wanted, I would have a little song with it. I'd be like, do you want steak or chicken? Chicken okay. or steak? Steak or chicken? You can have whatever you want. Pick whatever you want, but you can't have bubble gum. You know what I'm saying? I like it. And then she thinks you're sexy and yeah. funny. Yeah. I didn't put in there also, obviously, wonderful choice and very easy to cook uh, prawns or shrimp. What? Super easy to cook. I'm offended. Uh, the great thing about prawns is when you cook them, you take them out of the pan before they're done mm-hmm. because I just got that. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I win the award for most delayed reaction yeah, to a I, joke ever. Oh. Yes. And um, <laughs> there can be only one. Is your family in here? <laughs> Minor Brads. Brads. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, it was also a little joke. <laughs> um, 
Does he do this? Because I love this. Yeah. He's Does he do this often? Brad was a radio DJ for six months. Yeah. And his, oh, yeah? His, yeah, I had, uh, uh, I had a morning show up in San Francisco. So his ability to pull up effects and songs, Yeah, when he came back from that, I mean, dude. Yeah. That's nice. Quick. There you go. His jokes also got real shitty for about four <laughs> weeks. Because he was, you know. All right. Yeah. 8 a.m. Brad. Oh, God. All right. Uh, a lot of wordplay. I, I wish it was 8 a.m. <laughs> oh, it was 6. Oh, that's right. It was 6, it was six to 10. So, oh, yeah. Man. I'm not that funny at 6 o'clock in the morning. Nobody is. We, yeah. We, human beings were not designed for f- 6 a.m. funny. No. We, we, unfortunately, too, you, um, we know because uh, Friday mornings you do this. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you meet a stranger. <laughs> in in a radio studio that is uh, at a way different energy level than you, right? And you are supposed to have a conversation with them to sell tickets. It is so hard. Yeah, it's uh, definitely something that your average human like in when when you go, when you sign up to be a comedian, that's not what you envision that your yeah. job that your that your job that that your job is going to be. You're entertain. You're, and if you're doing it right, you're entertaining the mm-hmm. the staff at the radio station at six in the morning. I want to <laughs> know what your Tonight Show experience was like before we wrap oh. this up. That because yeah. to me that was um, that's you were on a, Leno's. T- I was uh, on Leno. Yeah, yeah, Leno's Tonight Show. Your last comic standing appearance was great, and you got Thanks, pretty far on that. I mean, you were running up, right? I got and I and I got to I did get to actually roast. I got to roast on that. If That's it, right. If, and un- unfortunately, some of it was never aired. Um, oh. it's, it's it's okay, but uh, yeah, it's a it's tough to have a roast on NBC. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. you got to be pretty PG. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun, and uh, the Tonight uh, Show happened before that. Show was that was before that. 2010. Tonight Show was uh, was great. Dude, that's Leno in his heyday, man. Leno and Leno swears off 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 camera. He's he's like in the green room. He's like, ah, it's fucking fucking great to see you. He's something. a Boston dude. Yeah, yeah fucking Lachlan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking do some stand up. Yeah, and he's got his shit. jean tuxedo, his Canadian tuxedo <laughs> every day. Consistency. Denim. Yeah, he's a workhorse, man. He, yeah. He, to us, we just see this entertaining guy who looks like he's having a great time, but he's working his butt off, making it look easy. Now, yeah. what was that whole uh, experience like? You you so, submit a tape, you get booked. You, you know, I, I was very fortunate. Richard down at the Comedy and Magic Club yeah. said, hey, the, the Tonight Show people are coming down tonight to see somebody, um, Finesse Mitchell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I told him about you. I got a spot right after Big his time. set. There's that boost that I was talking about, you know? Yeah. Look out for somebody. I had no, I had no representation that gave a shit about me. And uh, I walked, I, I, I went down there, and I, I had the set planned. I had already been... You know, I, you always have, I hope, as a comedian at a certain level, a five-minute set ready to go if sure. that ever happens. Yeah. And I, mine was mine was just, I mean, it was done. It was done four years ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, I re- and I was just kind of polishing it. Yeah. So when they came along and I delivered it, it was Richard's like, oh, he's going to do that set. Yeah. He'll, and so they loved it and they said, well, we can't give you a date, but, you know, we'd love to have you on. And I said, great. <laughs> That to me was like I'm going to be on the Tonight Show. Yes, yeah. but to them that means nothing. Yeah. Oh. So, and normally it means nothing, and since then it's meant nothing. Mm-hmm. And I've been told that many times since, and never been on anything really since. But uh, a week later, I was in court disputing a traffic ticket, <laughs> and in the middle of court, I got a text saying, "Can you be on the Tonight Show tonight? Wow. Uh, can you get here by four? <laughs> and I. 
I mean, it took the world for me not to scream in the middle of court. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be on the Tonight Show. Uh, fuck I you, <laughs> cop. I'll, I'll pay whatever it is. Yeah. I'm guilty. Because <laughs> after this, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm guilty of being too excited right yeah. now. So sue me. It was so hard for Please me not to me. say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you're you? out of order. <laughs> I mean, say anything. Dude, that's in, that's in a that's such a curveball of excitement that like right you I mean come you, on that's, you gotta you gotta trap it and you gotta and you gotta force it down you gotta say no you gotta finish this courtroom case and and you'll you'll deal with that but it was the best way to find out you could do in the Tonight Show because you you you're not gonna get all paranoid yeah you're, yeah you're, you're not time. you're not in your head you're yeah. you're you're just trying to get it you're you're like what do I wear they should like, book first of all every t- they should book every late night spot like that yeah just what that a day. good call because the moment you you kind of suppress the moment and yeah. now you're just like business yeah and the excitement is still there but yeah. now you're yeah you're all business I can do it um, I I guess they said uh, excuse me I should have mentioned they said just so you know we were having Aaron Rod we were having the winner of the Super Bowl it was February thirteenth mm-hmm. or something but we're having the winner of the Super Bowl on the Tonight Show on Monday. So this was Saturday. So, um, but just be, just be ready in case um, we need you. And I thought, okay, but you know, in this business, you get so much rejection. Yeah, you just you're prone to it. You just sort of always assume. And then, how is the Super Bowl winner not going to do the Tonight Show? Yeah, that's what you do. Well, he didn't. (laughs) He Aaron Rodgers shots fired. Aaron Rodgers. He won in Florida, and guess where he went? He went to the Late Show. Whoa. So when I showed up on the set, it was uh, th- some people were upset. Well, I mean, I'm no Aaron Rodgers, Lachlan Patterson. Eh, Did you make totally. any comment about yeah. that? No. In fact, I, it, it, just so you know, if I won the Super Bowl, yeah, I'd be. I yeah. also would be on the Late Show. <laughs> Say that up top. <laughs> you made the right move. Anyway, you guys ready to hear some jokes? <laughs> <laughs> you know the funniest thing they told. So they have a different. Per- it's because it's a union, you know, sets, and so they have a different guy that leads you like four feet to the next guy and introduce yeah. you to the next guy and that guy's going to lead you to the stage yeah. and this guy you're going to okay this guy's going to tell you when to go on and uh, the last guy said uh, his whole job was there's a step and then and then you're going to go down another step and then you got it there's going to be an X and you got to go stand on the X mm-hmm. and don't forget to acknowledge the band yeah because when the crowd sees you acknowledge the band they'll like you more and don't forget to acknowledge Jay Leno Mm-hmm. Uh, um, because you know that'll make you that'll put you in the graces of the audience I was told so in my head I'm like holy fuck I just want to do stand up comedy yeah so those things became numbers steps in my head so yeah. if you actually watch my tonight show online if it's available you'll see I walk out and I point to the band and then I point to Jay Leno <laughs> and then I point to the X <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then I go, hello. <laughs> but you know what? That wow. got you into your routine. You it made it part of your routine. It did. I didn't have a mic either. That was weird um, because then I, I noticed that I became like the host of the show. Sure. It was, it was, it was, I would rather have a mic in, in that sense because there's already a host of the show. Why don't I have a mic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. It's also like, you know, even when you watch the best hosts, there's no real great thing to do with your hands. So they have about three different moves they rotate through. They like, do like the hands together, then yeah. they hold. There's like 
they'll hold like a, a middle finger like you see they'll kind of do that sometimes yeah and then they'll put like i did all this stuff yeah i did every <laughs> if you watch my tonight show i did all of those things because Fuck. you weren't holding a, like we're always holding a mic that we or we know that's what we do with all right too much gesturing yeah, maybe right the mic now you're an airplane uh you know <laughs> jay uh uh louis ck on saturday night live i loved how as yeah. soon as he walked out someone handed him a microphone yeah it was and great he, and that's how you knew he was gonna do stand up yeah yeah Chappelle, yeah, Chappelle, same thing recently. Yeah. Came out and he's got the mic. You're like, great. He's not going to do a song. He's going to do a Q&A with the audience. That's what I should have. I should have asked for a mic. Yeah, there you go. Just just so you feel a little more at home. But yeah. it, it, it came out great, obviously, right? It worked oh, out. Oh, man. It's, it's funny. I went back to Vancouver after I had done that. And all of a sudden, everyone there, all the other comedians were like, what part of Vancouver are you from? When did you move to? Like, they all wanted to know... Because I in, deep down I think it's because they uh, they want to know how Vancouver I really was. Oh because wow! They to claim want, you. They want to either claim me or they were hoping to get claimed. They were hoping to do the Tonight Show and be the first comedian from Vancouver to do it. Wow! Oh, okay. What, what a weird sort of competitive like passive. It's just odd. Like they didn't really. They'd ask me these real undertony questions, but no one ever really said. Oh, that's a cool place. Uh, man, I've always wanted to... That's up on 25th and... You know, like, it never led to anything. It was just... It, as soon as they asked me the question, they would go back into their heads mm-hmm. and and solve some sort of puzzle that they had been dealing with their whole lives. Wow. Was um, the family pumped? Oh, um, it's all of a sudden my dad... My dad, it was amazing. Before that, my dad, every time I talked to him on the phone, he had a new job that he thought I should do. Every time. Every I time. love that. I love parents do that in show business. Just like, you know, uh, I mean, uh, Steve Harvey has a talk show. You should have a talk show. Right. You're like, I'll get right on that. I wish. I'll do it. I wish it was entertainment, but my dad was always like, <laughs> you know, I can still get you in that plumber's union. <laughs> And it, it became so exhausting. And then after the, because I and I had been on TV before, so I was like, but he had never seen it because right, I right, was right. on Comedy Central, which isn't available in Canada. Yeah, and I, oh, that's right, Comedy Channel or yeah, TV. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, different. But when he saw me shake Jay Leno's hand, I think for him it was like, all right, I'm not going to worry about him anymore. That's huge, oh, dude. That's right? Great. Yeah. And now you don't have to worry about him worrying about you. No. In fact, whenever I go visit him on the island they live on, mm-hmm. they live on an island in BC. Cool. We get it. You're rich. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's called it's called Patterson Island. Yeah. It's called Pat. It's called Pender Island. <laughs> um. As soon as I go in the store, uh, he'll go, this is my son, and he'll introduce me to like the cash, cashier, and the cashier mm-hmm. will go, oh, this is the comedian. Oh, this is... Uh, Dude, that's... Everywhere. That's incredible. That's great. So he's talking about me. That's awesome. It I feels mean, really cool. Dude, yeah. that's... I mean, it makes me want to cry. I mean, it's why, you get, it's why I, I struggled so much. Is I, I knew I couldn't go home because I knew my dad taught me you just got... You can't quit. And I know he hated that I did stand-up, but he also taught me not to quit. So it's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next time you go home, he's a little older, so he'll be like, you know what, Dad? It's time to pass the torch. There, he, there, there can be only one. Oh, you want me? To, I should kill oh, my father, yeah. and then I should, and then I should, uh, and then this, this. By the way, your cue with the music, really? <laughs> no, no. You know, what? I'm gonna veto this moment. It was there was a window, and you missed it. Close it. 
You know, Damn it! You should have cued it before you spoke. Yeah. I thought I, would, I thought I had it. Uh, someone's a little rusty. In fact, <laughs> uh, now, how would your father have reacted if you were like, "Dad, I'm doing uh, stand up on the Bonnie Hunt show." The the Bonnie Hunt show. <laughs> Do you That's remember like the short lived Bonnie Hunt? She had a talk show. Wait. So she played the sister in Jerry Maguire. Um, oh, she had a show. Yeah, a talk show. On, oh, a daytime. Yeah. Okay. If I was on the Bonnie Hunt show, he wouldn't. He'd still be calling me and telling me about this plumbers union. <laughs> it had to be the Tonight Show. I mean, it, for Here him, it, it was Carson. Uh, we need to plug your podcast, Cooks of Comedy. Cooks of Comedy mm-hmm. is uh, is a, a surfing and comedy podcast. If you if you like podcasts, I, I think you'll really love it. I have a co-host that. Uh, um, Joe I, Prano, Joe, hilarious, uh, a com- hilarious comedian. Joe Prano and I battle uh, our, our our wits against each other every show. And he also lives in Venice. He also lives in Venice. So, Lachlan, you try really hard never to leave Venice. I'm doing my best. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Well, what of life, man. Well, yeah. and now you're gonna have. I mean, you should. Uh, hopefully, the next time I talk to you, you have started shooting this. Um, you know, we'll we'll see what kind of love I get online. I like it. I Please think it's going to be great. You're going to get two likes right at you. Do I? I got yeah. you two? Yeah. You guys? Well, no. Also, I, the podcast. mom, but yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> your mom listens to your podcast? Oh, she's been on it twice. Me too. My mom listens to mine, but uh, she's never been on mine. That's interesting. Yeah. You let her on? She was great. Yeah. She was? Yeah. She was yeah, she, it, yeah, She's uh, a funny gal. Yeah. His mom's been on it. My dad's been on the podcast. Really? Just had my stepdad yeah. on, yeah. Yeah, family man. You're gonna get a lot of uh, love from from this episode because you were fantastic. Thanks. And, uh, Thanks for having me. This guys. was great. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah, and, and um, I'll learn what a fucking squeeze it is if you want to come back. All right, <laughs> maybe come back with a six pack. <laughs> All right, Brad, you want to take us out of here? <laughs> I don't have it queued up, uh, oh, may, but make sure you watch your yes. special live from Venice. Live, live, live from Venice Beach on CISO. And, yeah, and uh, Kooks of Comedy. By the way, it's a K O O K. Right. So, and, yes. and comedy with a K. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, 
Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.